Recording in progress. Welcome to the second season of the Now Strategos podcast. Strategos is a Greek term which roughly translated means generalship and it is part of the origin of the English word strategy. My name is Britton Jacobson. I own a few entrepreneurship endeavors, work a full-time W-2 job, and enjoy learning. I appreciate you being here. Let's get into the episode. Let's dive in here. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, no, I'm super excited to have you both on. Uh, my my original reason for, for reaching out is um, obviously you guys have been connected with mom and dad for a while, uh, or at least longer than you have with me. But I started following you guys. I want to say, I want to say it would have been eight months ago, give or take. At least you know I, I I knew of your relationship with my parents, but I think that's when I specifically was like following on Instagram. And I what kind of caught my interest relative to having you guys on was the what you're doing with uh, cats in the kitchen. And so what I was hoping to kind of start us off uh, with is if you could give kind of a brief orientation as to what cats in the kitchen is what you are doing with it and then we can get into the why and the how and the what you want to do with it um, in the future as we go forward well it's it's your it's your baby i'm just the help so uh so i'll let you explain explain the background (laughs) yeah uh cats in the kitchen is it's a food blog it was um basically born out of just a sheer need to like communicate with the world. Um, Cause at the time Josh was working crazy, crazy hours. And I was in an apartment all day with just Grace and Eden, um, the two oldest of the kids. And we had one car and he would take that to work. And so then I was kind of like trapped in the apartment. And so um, I had already been dabbling and cooking for a while. I didn't know how to cook when I got married actually. Um, And so I'd been cooking for a while for our family and blogs. This was like, what, 2010, 2010 2010. blogs were just starting to kind of take off. And I was like, well, I love to write. I could just write about cooking. And for us at the time, it became a way for me to um, spend time with him after he got home from work. And it was a way for him to decompress from work Um, because at the time he was working in a banking center and it was just a little stressful. Um, and then from there, it just turned into this, this need to see like other families are missing that, that dinner aspect together. One of my, my favorite memories growing up are always at the dinner table as a family. It was the one meal a day where we all came together. Um, my mom was almost like the 1950s type housewife. She did all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the laundry, all those things. And my dad was very blue collar. Um, so he'd come home tired and she would just have this meal presented for us. And, um, we would just sit and we would talk about our days. And that was like the, the one time of the day that I got to have a conversation with my dad and see what my brother was up to. And, and I feel like that's a, a thing that's missing in families right now. Um, families are always moving around for sports. They just, they're juggling, they're going through drive-throughs and, as each year kind of passes, you kind of see kids fall farther away from their parents. And I think that's just really sad. And I just have always felt like this is a time when people can reconcile their lives back together and just share about their days and enjoy a good meal and just spend time together. So that's what we try to encourage. And that's how it kind of 
came to be. Well, I think I think you two did, you know, as, as you were looking for a, a kind of an, an activity, a way to you know connect with the with the world. You you were also looking to. I think you saw a need in our home to add some structure around, especially the dinner meal, but but also um, to menu plan. To you, you were pretty determined at that time to change our eating habits. Yeah. We were eating a ton of fast food. We, when we first got married, we basically just lived on hot pockets, right? And <laughs> hot then, pockets and frozen meals, yeah, and, and anything out of a box. And so you were not knocking hot pockets, but um, and so you were, you know, you were really looking to to change kind of the quality of our meals. Obviously, we had small children who were um, who were getting less small, right, as time went on, and and having more nutritional needs. And so the, the blog for you, I think at that time, not only did it give you kind of a way to, to connect, I remember you saying things kind of like that scene from Julie and Julia, you're like, well, maybe it'll just be my mom that reads this, but whatever, you know, I'm going to put this out there. And, uh, and it gave you the, it gave you a, a structured, almost accountability in a way yeah. for how you were going to, to kind of meal plan and come up with, you know, come up with, with more creative and healthier um, ideas. I never thought about it, but like, but that, yeah, that's, the accountability aspect, I use that posting as a way of holding myself accountable to a lot of things. Like every morning I post my Bible reading and that's accountability more for me than for anyone else saying like, okay, I'm making this a priority in my life. And if I don't do it, then I'm, I feel like I'm not just letting myself down, but I'm like letting the Lord down. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, that's, that's true. Yeah. I think it gave me a sense of confidence in an area where, um, after being kind of in the house, the apartment, which is two kids and not knowing what to do, it kind of gave me a confidence that like this, I can do this. I can take care of my family. I can nurture them this way. Gotcha. Okay. And then I'm curious, Josh, you mentioned, or well, Chelsea mentioned, but that it was like a, a way for you to decompress. In what way was it an opportunity to decompress versus it being another thing to do when you got home? Yeah, and no, no, great, great question. You know, and, and now I think it can be that way sometimes, right? Where we'll get to the end of the day and she'll also be like, oh, but like, like last night, by the way, you're, you know, I finished building this pergola and then she said, by the way, you're photographing the chicken skewers and the coconut <laughs> rice tonight. I'm like, you know, but, and so you got to get all that, you know, you got to get all your lighting kits out and you got to get all your stuff put together and, you know, and, and take, uh, you know, take your photos. But um, not that that's much work compared to the actual preparing of the, of the meal, but I, at that time, for me, it was a, a decompress because I would, what, for me, I, never, I know this is not true of everyone, but for me, one of the most relaxing things I could do when I got home is cook. And, um, and Chelsea and I have never been, you know, she made the reference earlier to her mom kind of being the, like the 50s housewife, if you will, in this particular area. She's not stereotyping her mom as a 50s housewife. No. But, um, and it was more because your dad was worked a very physically demanding job, right? And came home and just kind of needed to be fed. But I think that um, we've always both cooked and, uh, and, and neither of us knew much about cooking when we came into the relationship. I made scrambled eggs and you made lasagna. Well, and lasagna. you cooked for the first year of our marriage because I was so sick. That's true. Yeah. And um, pregnancy, morning sickness. And, and so even though Chelsea was doing the meal planning and, uh, you know, coming kind of had this, this drive to change the way we were eating, we both really enjoyed being in the kitchen. We both really enjoyed cooking. And so like, I, I have this one particular meal in mind is this a, a baked ziti. And so if, like, I could come home and, and walk into the kitchen and pour a glass of wine and get some pasta going and, 
you know, you get the, you get the onions and the garlic in the pan with the olive oil. And like, that is to Amazing. me, yeah, I turn on some like uh, Frank Sinatra or something, you know, and, and that, that was to me the best way to just let the day go. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And then where did you come up with the idea for cats in the kitchen? <laughs> um, originally when I was trying to come up with a name for the blog, I couldn't come up with anything. I had like a bunch of like five things and cats in the kitchen was on there as one of them. And I thought it was the lamest one. But you love cats. <laughs> but I love cats. I love cats. Um, one some, is people, some right? people like dogs. Yeah, we like cat cats. Right yeah. And we got one cat who just is a baby yeah. behind us. Um, <laughs> and so it just, I don't know. It just kind of like. It's, it's probably the part that you've, you've wanted to change yes. the most over the years. She's like, can I change the name of my blog now? Because it has nothing to do with cats. And we do a lot of things that aren't in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, it's a really hard thing to do, right? Once you're once yeah. you're in there from an SEO standpoint, you've got a little bit of a brand. I mean, we're a very small site. But you got a little bit of a brand going. You know, it's 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 a it's a real challenge. But um, but there are a fair number of pictures of actual cats in the kitchen yeah. uh, on the blog as they like would you know either mess up a meal yeah, or the, get the in the middle of something. Yeah. I just never pictured that. I th- I just thought my blog was just going to stay where it was forever, like having the one reader and like my photos would be really sloppy and messy. And like, I just kind of assumed that like, this is something I'll do for a year or two and then I'll move on to something else. And I'm, I'm impressed that it has lasted this long. I didn't intend it to be this long, but I'm glad it has. I enjoy it. Well, it's not, it's, it's not big, right? It's not a major Mm -hmm. website by any stretch of the imagination. And in the food blogging, the blogosphere, right? If you'll forgive the phrase, um, you know, you're looking at sites that have millions of views on a, on a daily basis and, you know, this kind of thing. And, um, but I've told Chelsea, I've said, you know, setting aside that scale question for a minute, you're still reaching typically 50 to 60,000 people on a monthly basis. In what other capacity would you be able to do that? Right? Like as an ordinary human being who talks to 50 to 60,000 people on a monthly basis. Um, I mean, that's still a pretty, you know, so you, you, you know, you, You've got this this idea of, of uh, a part of, of people's lives that, that really needs to be improved. This idea of kind of bringing the family together around the you know around the meal table, and you know some days maybe it feels like you're talking to a wall, but people are coming. Yeah. Well, I, on the naming, if you got one, <laughs> run with it. Uh, I suck at naming things. And it's it's always been an issue at like chosen wherever else. I I always tell people I come up with all the bad ideas so that uh, someone else can find the good one. So (laughs) it's nice of you. Very considerate. Uh, I do my best. Um, And so, okay. So I wanted to, to ask, you were talking about the growth. So at what point did it shift from a I'm doing this as personal accountability, doing this as something to do, et cetera, to maybe something more of at least a concept. Obviously, you've changed the structure, grown the structure, but at least at what point and maybe what caused you to realize that there could be or would be more structure behind it? Do you remember the conversation? No. Uh, I remember the post that that made a big difference there, but I don't remember the conversation. The, yeah. Are we thinking of the same post, the, the casserole? Oh, yeah. The overnight okay. casserole. Well, the conversation. There's actually one before that. The conversation was this before or after you started school again? Oh, when I went back to school. I don't know. I think it was around the same time. Um, the conversation happened one day, um, one one Saturday morning. We were talking, and um, 
he was like, I think that, I think you have an opportunity here to go farther if you want to. And I was like, I don't know how to go farther. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I've only been in high school. I don't know anything about SEO or like all this stuff that I've been doing before now is just like, like, I don't even know. It's just like, cause at that time it was um, like blog hops where you would just go around to different blogs and comment. And that was like how you got your, your name known. I didn't know like hashtags or like I, any of that stuff. Didn't, I had no idea. He's like, well, I think we can do that. And I think we can do it together if you'll allow me to kind of take a more active role in this. Cause it was just me taking the photos and writing it with bad grammar um, before him. And yep. I was like, well, if you have the time, I would love that. Cause I love doing things with you. This is another this could be something we do together and our family could join in with us. Um, and then you got the camera. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I went b- behind the scenes. So like I'll write a post once in a while, but, but, you know, primarily Chelsea's the, is the active voice. And, um, and I was like, Hey, you know, I can, I can, I'd run a, I'd run a blog way back in the day and knew something I'm far from any kind of an expert on anything blog related, but I knew something about SEO. I knew something about, little bit about HTML and WordPress. And, um, and when it came to photography, I was willing to learn. Um, and then, um, I've always enjoyed writing and grammar and, you know, that sort of thing. And so I said, well, let me, I'll, I'll kind of, you know, be your proof, proofreader. Um, I'll help with the, you know, with the coding and what have you. And then, um, I'll, I'll figure out the photography. Right. And so we, we invested in our first DSLR and, um, you know, started kind of going down that path. This was 2013. And that was after using the iPad. The iPad, yeah, that was special. That was, <laughs> we were using this like little tiny camera before, and then he got the <laughs> genius idea. Let's use the iPad. I'm like, no one's doing that. No. So true. But he ran with it. I was like, okay. I guess Not I, all of my I ideas have been good. Join the just blog, the but I don't like this It's a very idea. bad idea as well. <laughs> So, but then we got the DSLR and it's made a big difference. I mean, your photography has just gotten better each month. Like it's beautiful. Thank you for that. I, there, there was, there were a couple of posts too, that kind of told me, Hey, you know, there could, there was the cat, there could potentially be, um, you know, some things to do here. Right. Like I, I, she had a, she had a post on this eggnog fudge. The pictures weren't great, but it was a great recipe. And one Christmas, um, it went a little bit viral, not crazy, but to the point where you had 10 or 15,000 hits a day, you know, right around Christmas time. On Pinterest. Uh, yeah. Which was, a, which was a, a, a lot, you know, our, our blog at that time was, was probably getting three or 400 views. on. A and you did all the tracking. I don't track any numbers. I don't, I just don't pay attention to it. Cause if I do, I'll get hung up on it and I don't want to be a part of that. So he, he kind of watches the the rabbit trails of where all the different recipes and how many views they all get. So he came to me and was like, did you, were you aware of this? I was like, no, listen, that's so cool. What, how do I keep this going? <laughs> yeah. And so you get this idea of like, Oh, maybe there's actually a, yeah, there's actually a, um, a, an audience out there that's interested in some of this stuff. Um, and food blogging is hard because it's an incredibly saturated uh, field, right? I mean, if you go and look for a recipe for literally anything, there's going to be at, at least a million results, right? <laughs> and so yep. it becomes this question of, well, why, why yours, right? Why do I want your recipe for, you know, cornbread or whatever? Yeah. So is, is that the point where the, maybe the character of the communication shifted a little bit to kind of be more 
or I don't know if more, but at least include audience building and community building, uh, right? Versus kind of just a post of a blog and doesn't really matter who reads it and where you started becoming more intentional with the audience you were trying to curate and the message that you were tying to what you were doing externally. Yeah. Yeah. At, at that time, Facebook was the big social media push. And so I had like a string of blogs that I followed and I would consistently comment on their posts as a way to kind of get my name out there and for, for the, the authors of those blogs to kind of get to know me a little bit and then to build some sort of repertoire and community, which I will say is really hard to do. Um, because if you're a nobody, it's hard to get noticed. Um, and so I was able to do that with a few people and, um, and I would share their content on my face on the cat's Facebook page, which is, it, it is a bit of a disservice to yourself because you're promoting someone else's work and hopes that they'll notice and then build some community from their following too. And, um, I probably stopped doing that a couple of years ago just because it wasn't doing anything for me. I was consistently sharing other people's work and people would go to their stuff and not mine. I'm like, this is not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I met, um, quite a few nice people through, through that. And I've met actually quite a wonderful amount of friends through the blog, which has garnered into like actual real life friendships, which has been really beautiful out of it. Well, it, it reminds me of a conversation we've had many, many times over the course of, of, of the last few years, right? Cause the, you know, the blog, the algorithm changes and traffic goes down or you have trouble building followers or, you know, whatever. And um, like, even right now we're struggling with like a formatting issue where we can't get the blog to look quite the way we want it to look. And, you know, so you run into these things all the time. And, and I, I think that there's a, a principle there that Chelsea and I would talk about that's applicable to a lot of, a lot of things you do in life, certainly business endeavors, which is this idea of, okay, if this doesn't work out the way that I think it's going to work out or the way that I hope it works out, is it a total loss or are there still things to be gained from this experience? And, you know, I, I told Chelsea, once we got a, a few years into it, I said, look, you know, babe, you're in a situation where if something happened tomorrow and either you just like, couldn't, Hey, I don't have the balance for this anymore. I'm going to shut it down. Or uh, followers went to zero for some reason, or, you know, uh, even if it, it's plateaued here and it just never gets any bigger than this, have you gained anything from it? Right. Aside from any monetary gain or whatever, have you gained anything from it? And, and I think the, the reality here, when we take a, a step back and look at the last 10 years is say, we eat much better. We're way better cooks, not chefs by any stretch of the imagination, but way better cooks. Our kids are super interested in food. They love to cook, right? Uh, all of these types of things. Um, they, uh, you know, learn how to uh, take photographs and, and get into photography. Um, you become a better writer, mm -hmm. right? You know, you have all these different kind of fringe benefits that you get. And, I, you know, not everything you do is, is going to be that way where there's always going to be a, an additional benefit. But certainly if you have that opportunity, you look at something and go, all right, you know, this may or may not pan out, but hey, if I can learn how to do X, Y, and Z, and I can make these connections, and I can take this out of it, it's not going to be a net loss, no matter what the ultimate outcome is. Um, and that's, a, you know, a, a, I think a, a great way to evaluate opportunities sometimes. Yeah, no, totally makes sense. And I love that perspective. <laughs> Um, experience, like life is about experience, and then what you're learning from it. So yeah, it's not always a zero sum game, right? Yeah, exactly. 
but I, I actually want, I was, I would like to ask you to flesh that out a little bit from this perspective of most people, well, I shouldn't say most, some people start businesses as a result of it. They're, it's a hobby, right? And they just end up being able to sell on Etsy or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Some people are like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm going to start a business. So here I go. Um, and right. And then there's kind of all different sorts of combinations of that. I'm curious what your perspective is looking back over the last, you know, now 10 plus years, what the combination, not just what the combination of dedication versus enjoyment is and or has been, or maybe has shifted, but then also like what that continuing motivator or motivational factor has been because to, to, from the outside looking in, I go, I feel like you kind of strike to some extent, you strike a balance between you enjoy the creative, uh, the creation process of it, but then you guys also tend to be from, again, from what I can see outside in, you know, you, it, it feels like there is also a, a balancing factor of being detail oriented and trying to seek out what does and doesn't work. But I feel like even that comes from an enjoyment versus just a dedication to executing on, you know, making it better. But I, I'm curious what, what you guys would have to say about that. <laughs> okay, but you got to talk. I, I'll, I'll say, I think definitely, this is one of those things that absolutely started as a hobby, right? I, I don't think um, either Charles or I have ever seen ourselves as, as particularly entrepreneurial. Um, I would love to be. Uh, that's one of those things I've always aspired to be, uh, but never necessarily kind of gotten there. Um, absolutely was like, hey, this is a hobby. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of fun. It serves multiple purposes. Um, and, and, and then you get to this point where you kind of, you get to this point, and I think this is true of a lot of hobbies, where you're at a fork in the road, right? And you can either begin to take it more seriously and say, all right, I'm going to start to pay attention to the details. I'm going to find out how this is actually done professionally. You know, is there a path there for me? Or do I just say, I don't really care. It's going to be what it is. And if it gets picked up and it goes viral and something happens, great. If not, so be it. And, and you choose that path, right? You decide which, which direction you want to go. Um, and and not, not to say there isn't middle courses to be charted there. Obviously, there, there are, right? We're probably on one of them realistically. But we definitely, I think, kind of made that decision circa 2013, 2014. Say, hey, let's, let's see what happens if we take this a little more seriously, right? Yeah, we're juggling a lot of things. We got little kids and obviously I've got a full-time job and whatever else. But let's take this a little more, more seriously. Let's 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 find out what happens if we pay a little more attention, if we're a little more methodical, if we begin to look at, if we begin to pay attention to things like SEO and keywords and social media and well, branding. We were and that kind of about thing. it as well, and it was around that time Christian was four, six months old, somewhere mm -hmm. around there, and then the culinary content. What was the original name of that website? I, don't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, yes, um, but they were this website. I don't work with them anymore. Um, but they were like trying to cater to food bloggers at the time. And somehow my name was approached to them, I think through probably something they'd seen on Pinterest. And they were like, we would like to talk to you about being part of this, this, um, this culinary group of food bloggers that would help um, bring spotlights to all of your guys' recipes. And then we will showcase them on our blog or on our website. Um, to kind of bring you guys some media attention as well. 
And we're like, okay, like that it seemed pretty like non-committal for movies. And um and that was like our first like kind of getting our feet wet into something outside of Pinterest, which Pinterest was pretty easy at the time. You just upload things. It's not it's so um and that was I feel like that platform never really fully got off the ground. They kept changing directors and stuff. And I was like, wow, is this really how it is? Because it seems like it's got to be better than what this is. But then we just kept doing it and working on recipes. And then better, was it Better Homes and Garden? I don't know where you're going. The egg casserole or the Christmas casserole dish. No, that was, uh, I can't remember now. Garden. Was it Better Homes and Garden? It might have been. Or Country yeah. Living. Might have been Country Living. Country Living. Yeah, I think that's right. They um, picked up one of our recipes and shared it. Um, in one of their articles. In one of their articles right around Thanksgiving, I think it was. And I have never seen so many, like, he was showing me the numbers. And I was just like, that many people are coming to our blog to read this recipe and to make this dish. And I, I swear that is still our most popular dish. No, not anymore. It's it's finally fallen off. No. Quite a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But it's still, it's okay. We replaced it with some well, other Well, then it things. has the most comments. <laughs> yeah. It definitely has the most comments. No question. But it was like, a, kind of at that point, I was like, okay, I just, I just kept telling Josh and I just kept praying about it. I just, just really felt genuine that if this is where the Lord wanted us, he would continue to open doors and he would tell me to shut them if that's how he felt. And I have come to Josh and I've prayed about it multiple times where I have felt like, okay, I kind of feel like maybe I'm, I'm done with this. Like I feel like I'm in a season right now where other things need my attention more like, but then something would happen. Some, some other posts would go viral or get picked up. One got picked up by all recipes a few years ago. And I was like, okay, okay, Lord, that was a very clear sign. I will keep going. I will just, I'll just be steady. I'm just like, I have zero expectations of this thing. I don't know where it will lead. I don't, I guess I'm not much of a planner. But you are, you are. A I don't, I, like, I have a list of things I do every day to kind of like help get it out there. But then I feel like it's out of my control because it's just so me and him doing it. To, to, to maybe approach the, the subject with, from a slightly different angle, what, um, what has it been like sticking to this at the, um, well, not just at the risk, but at the result of having to pass other things by or, you know, give up time and investment, personal investment into other activities uh, as a family or, you know, individually. You mind if I lead up on that one? So I, I think that one thing that's made this a little bit easier, and I think, I think gives us a little bit of an easier path there than other you know, side gigs or entrepreneurial aims or whatever the case may be, is a, a lot of it is stuff you're having to do anyway, right? Like we're going to have dinner every night and, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, remodel the bathroom or, you know, what. so it's like you're, you're, you're doing these things that you're going to do anyway. And then you're going, okay, but and then we'll add some additional complexity to that. We're going to, we're going to photograph it and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to do this other stuff. But, but it's a, it, it's a little bit easier than some of the other things you would get into because the base activities that you're participating in are things you would have to do. You no, know, it's like, we're just not going to eat, right? Like, oh, we're not blogging anymore. So there's no more food. Um, so I, I think that, that, that changes the game a little bit in that respect. Um, but, but there's a, there's a, 
there's a definite element of of determination there, right? I mean, I, I think that that you look at what it takes to to um, so what it takes to do something like this. So you, you, know, you just walk through the process. You say, all right, so Chelsea's got to go, and she's got to decide what she's gonna what she's gonna uh, feature. Not just hey, we're gonna have this for dinner tonight. It's got to be something that's that's good for the family that you know will actually serve the purpose it needs to serve for, on a practical level. But then it's also got to be something that she knows is going to be interesting to readers, is going to potentially perform well from an SEO perspective. Maybe it's a little bit trendy. Maybe it's vegan or maybe it's whatever. Even though we're we have no food anything in our house, and um, you know whatever the whatever the the thing is, you know, gluten free or whatever. You know, it's got to it's got to meet all these different characteristics for what we're trying to do. So then she's got to plan that out. She's got to get the ingredients for it. There's obviously all the tax ramifications of you got to keep track of your expenses and document everything and yada, yada, yada. Then it, you've got to make it, right? And then you've got to stage it. And, and, and typically- make it multiple times. Yeah, sometimes you, you got to- really want to make sure. Right. It, it, can't, it can't just be a one and done kind of a thing. You have to test it a couple of times just to make sure that like it wasn't just a fluke yeah well you've made recipes a second time and gone well this is not reproducible we can't block this right came out great the first time it's terrible this time well move on right not going to do that and and you know so you've, you've got to you've got to test it make it etc then you've got to stage it then you've got to photograph it then you've got to edit that right the photographs you've got to watermark them you've got to produce them in different sizes yada 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 then chelsea's got to write the post she's got to do the recipe then you got to do all the seo stuff and all the content in the background then it's finally published and you got to share it, right? And the sharing it and the publicizing it and all of the, the emails and the Instagram posts and the fake, like it's a whole process. So it's not that you're not, there is a ton of additional work that goes into that beyond just, hey, we made food and we ate it. Um, but I think, I think that you get a little bit of a leg up because it's like you're engaged in this activity that you're already going to be in, in, engaged in. And I think sometimes for us though, we don't, we don't realize how odd it is once in a while. Like like one of the kids will have friends over, right, for dinner, and okay, dinner's ready, and the kids are like, "Hey, we're gonna eat." Like, no, nope, photograph it first, and, <laughs> and their friends are like, "I'm sorry, what?" Right? You know, the lighting kits come out, and the staging, and the backgrounds, and everything. They're like, "This is not. This We've is done not." It when families yeah. over and stuff. But our kids think that's totally normal, right? They're 100. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, dinner's done. Yeah, in 20 minutes we'll eat." And they're used <laughs> to having the one person gets the really beautiful plated food, and the rest the staged food. Somebody gets the staged food, like the normal yeah. plates. Right. Uh, <laughs> But, but I, you know, I think, I think about, I think about Chelsea and, and, um, you know, she's obviously had her moments when she's come and said, Hey, should I keep doing this? Like, does this make sense? I know there's people reading it, but you know, maybe it's never going to grow. Maybe it's never going to be a thing. I'm like, it doesn't matter if you're the next pioneer woman, right? That's an impossible standard to measure yourself by. If that happens, cool. But otherwise I think realistically, there's a lot of varying degrees of success here um, and you know, you, you, a lot of good things have, have come out of this project for you. In addition to just that, that really positive message that you're putting out into the world. Um, and, and I was just going to, I'll, I'll shut up here in a second, but I'm going to tag one thing onto what you said a minute ago. You said, oh, you know, I, I was getting down and then country living would pick something up or today food, pick something up or, uh, Buzzfeed would pick something up or whatever, right. You get those little, those little shots in the arm, but realistically, in, in my eyes, the things that have typically motivated you more are the comments, you get a comment from an individual reader, right? So somebody will reach out to you, they'll send you an email, they'll send you a post on Instagram, or whatever it's called, DM, whatever DM. it's called on Instagram. They'll send you something and they'll say, hey, you know, I made this meal tonight for my family and everybody loved it. They went back for seconds. We had a great conversation, yada, yada. And that's the thing that she'll just go, 
hey, that was worth it. If I put in however many hours to get that post out there and, and only that person read it and made the meal and whatever, then awesome, right? I don't need, I don't need anything else. That's what she's always gotten more excited about. I get more excited about the, hey, did you see you got posted on whatever, you know, she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. That'll be gone tomorrow. <laughs> so at this point, uh, what, I guess, or maybe how are you defining success for yourselves with where, you know, kind of the business slash audience slash time of your lives are at? And do you expect that to change substantively, you know, quickly, or do you expect that to evolve over time as it has over the, you know, the past 10 years? I thought about this question so much as I've like contemplated where, where I would like the goal or the blog to be. And I mean, if I'm honest, it's not a very popular or fancy answer, but I, I mean, I think the success is where it's at right now. I mean, I would love growth, but so much growth requires so much more of your time and you have to give more and more and more. And that honestly freaks me out quite a bit because I don't want to be a slave to my passion. Um, so I'm, I'm actually, I find a lot of contentment where I'm at right now. Um, just because while I feel like sometimes the balance is really hard to maintain with four kids and a husband and a house that needs to be maintained as well as trying to find time to work on the blog as well. Not even to mention when it's a, when we're actually in school. Um, I just, I'm always like, I like doing it and I like where I'm at. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, and I, and I think, you know, as you, as you think about that, there's that, and, and I, I say this to, to Chelsea has a tendency to always sell herself short. She's, she's um, just personality. Right? <laughs> I'm a six. And no, I'm not, I'm not going there. So, so the, uh, there's this, there's this degree to which I'll, I'll say, Hey, look, you know, you, you keep pushing forward if that's what you want to do. Right. And, and I'll, I'll support you and help however I can. Um, but the, the reality, and I don't, you know, she understands the social media. I have no idea what's going on on social media. And, um, that's a big way that you drive things now that's changed a lot over the last, you know, 10 or 11 years. But I, you know, if you, if you want to keep pushing this forward, I think that's awesome. I think you should do it. I think you've got something special here and you should keep working on it. You're passionate about it. You enjoy it most days. So you should keep trying to do it. Um, and I'll support you wherever I can. But if it never gets any bigger than it is right now, and it has grown over the years, we've never had that that spike, right? It's just been a very slow and steady, you know, we have 300 readers a day, we have 1,000 readers a day, we have 1,500, it just keeps going, right? Um, if that's all it ever does, or if it plateaus and it hangs out where it is, and, and you know, you're, you're one of these people who's got a following, but isn't, isn't going to make the big time, you, you think about w w what you're doing. I mean, first of all, financially, uh, you know, we're never going to get wealthy off this thing, I don't think, but you make three, four times more than you did working part-time yes. doing this. Um, so you, know, you think about that, that piece of it, it's like, well, I could go out and I could get a part-time job doing whatever, or I could just put more effort into this and, and actually, you know, have that, that equivalent still have so much flexibility about where and when I work and, you know, this kind of thing, which is, which is great. And, and, uh, you know, and, and, and folks like us who have to hold on a day job can only imagine. Um, and then I think the other piece of that too, is just to say kind of what are your objectives, right? If your objective is, is to, um, you know, provide a healthier meals for your family, to uh, encourage other people to do the same, to be a resource to other people who are in the same point you were in 2010, 
um, where you're coming in and saying, how do I do this better, right, for my family? And they stumble across your blog and, and your blog is a resource for them. I, from my perspective, those things are, are, are um, you know, major measures of success. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a cookbook, though. Just... <laughs> I have a secret notebook of recipes that I'm hoarding that I won't put on the blog that I'm like working through in my spare time of just like things that I would love to publish one day. That would be like a long-term goal. That's a very cool one. I like that. Um, so, you know, externally, I'm curious. So stepping outside of just cats in the kitchen, what are the hobbies or personal pursuits that you have that you feel like have influenced what you do within cats in the kitchen? And that can either be as a way to step outside as more of a stabilizing factor and, you know, having a multifaceted life or in ways that it's like directly fed or influenced or changed or impacted what you're doing within cats. It's quite a question. I know you go first. No, okay. <laughs> Last time. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be your background vocal. You're not my you're background to be vocal. Um, so, so I, I mean, I think from, from, uh, my perspective, the easiest one is, um, again, we both love to cook, right? That's a, just a, that's just a passion. That's something we really, really enjoy. I think it's something we would do regardless. And so that's obviously an easy thing to, you know, to tie together with this and say, this is an activity we really enjoy. We, we enjoy eating. We enjoy going out and trying new foods and new places and, you know, this type of thing. Um, at one point in time, I, I joked with somebody that other kids uh, had uh, like, you know, sports figures up on their walls or whatever. And my kids heroes were all food network chefs, yeah. um, which was true uh, actually, but, um, and uh, still one of the favorite shows is uh, the food truck race one. Right. Yeah. But um, you know, I think that from, from that perspective, the other one is, is uh, photography, right. I really enjoy photography. Um, probably never would have discovered that without um, the need to do it for the blog. And now I just really enjoy it. Well, right. Now you take all of our family photos. Yeah. I'm still better taking pictures of like an apple on a table than anything else, but you know, we'll, we'll work on that as, you know, something to be, something to be uh, pulled out of that. And then um, again, just speaking for myself, I think writing uh, is something that, that I've always enjoyed. And so that obviously dovetails nicely. So you end up with a situation where just, you know, the things that I would probably do is as side interests or, or hobbies, you know, kind of, happen to dovetail really well with what's required for, for this. Um, I would say the food ministry is one of the things I had to take a break for during COVID, like, because people were just afraid to get food from anybody. Um, but before that it would, I go to, um, class it's, it's more quarterly now, but, um, I've been doing it for like the last seven years. Um, it's a hospitality and homemaking class. And, we, we all prepare a meal together and we have a devotion and before we start. And there are ideas filtered throughout the whole class of how you can present a meal to someone who needs it, whether it's someone who's sick and it could just be like a bottle of Sprite and a little cup of chicken noodle soup to bring to someone with some flowers, like make their day. You could just leave it on the front porch. It doesn't have to be something fancy, but like just ways of sharing your gift your talent with other people who are maybe hurting. So uh, that's one of the things I really like to do. Um, whenever my friend hosts the class, I'm always like, yes, sign me up. Um, 
naturally with eating, you need to watch what you, how much you eat. So, um, I'm a bit of a fitness enthusiast. I wouldn't say I'm fantastic by any stretch of the imagination, but I really enjoy, but definitely an enthusiast. Yes. I'm definitely enthusiastic about it. I love, I love working out. Um, so I, when I first started doing that, it was more of just like the need to lose some baby weight after Eden was born. And then, um, I had just started the blog at that time too. I just started going to the job and I, or going to the gym and going, writing the blog. And Josh would have a couple days, a couple evenings, um, where he would be the one cooking dinner for the kids while I was at the gym and I would get home and then we would all eat together. Um, it was a great way for him to spend time with the kids and also decompress and give you a little time and give me a little break, which was really nice. Um, those tacos, you remember those tacos from the lady at the bank? Oh yeah. Gosh, those are really good. need to make those again. Yeah. Those were really good. Um, probably not the healthiest, but I didn't care. Um, I, I'm really interested in gardening, although I'm not a green thumb at all. I, I kill things actually. So I'm keeping my, I'm keeping my herbs alive right now. And I wanted a garden this summer. And then I just was thinking maybe I should start small. Um, but I, I went out and made this breakfast scramble the other day and I, it was, I don't know. I kind of felt like very pioneer walking out to the garden and picking my chives to put in my scramble. Um, so I would like to do better with that. Like learn more about like what goes into caring for a garden without killing it. Um, and then just, I don't know, seeing my kids get excited about foods and like wanting to try different things. At the beginning of COVID, um, the two older girls were really interested in making macarons. And so I bought them a macaron book and the whole kit and everything. And I think they made them like three or four times. And they're a lot of work. They're a lot of work. And they were kind of a, a failure in terms of that they didn't look the way they were supposed to, but they tasted amazing. So I gave them an A plus. <laughs> Nice. But yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I've wondered about the, the garden thing because I think it was yesterday that you were talking about the plan to extend your deck, right? Mm. And add like a fire pit area. And before you got to that part, I was expecting you to talk about a garden area. And then you surprised me with instead, you know, covering it with wood. So, um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> we have a, you know, our, 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 our lot is like, you know, it's, it's a, our, our ranch out here in the country is 0.17 acres, right? So it's, it's, there's a lot of room for gardening and, you know, and that kind of thing. Uh, it's not quite living in the city, but you gotta, you gotta get creative with your space. Yeah. So we, to divide the space, be entertaining. We and went to Home Depot, uh, like back in May and we bought some tomatoes and, and the plants with a little thing around them. And, I had all these ideas, like we're going to plant a garden this year and I don't know, time just kind of got away from us. And then I was, I was looking at it. I was like, first that fence really needs, it's going to need to be taken down and rebuilt at some point. So that will really mess with my garden. And I really want to extend the deck. So maybe I'll just have a smaller garden over here and maybe that will be a project in another year. So. And, and ironically, the last time we did a full on garden, the, the neighborhood cats Ugh, use it as a litter box. got rid of it right so the the cats in the garden didn't work out as well as the cats so we're trying to also figure out how can we have a garden and cover it so that we can still get to everything but the cats can't so <laughs> it was just too long for 15 somebody should write a blog post about that <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say it sounds like uh, you're not done with the cats in the, yeah. the cat theme um, okay. So speaking of sharing kind of things outside of the, uh, kind of outside the, the, the kitchen, 
what what has it been like to expand that you know expand sharing those elements of your personal life whether it's you know spending time with your kids or your devotions or you know working on something building something exercising those are all things and elements that you've started sharing you know more frequently what has that been like on your end and then what has been kind of the result and the reaction i guess from from the people you're sharing with I think people have really enjoyed it because uh, I, I'm not trying to knock anybody. I, I would never want to knock another person doing what they are, what their business is. For a lot of food bloggers, that is their business. Um, I don't. Maybe I should look at it like a business, but I don't. Um, but I think one of the things missing from accounts like that is more of a voice. It's just all these really beautiful curated food pictures. And I love that. I love scrolling. I get so hungry and I want to like save all of them and I want to make them all, but I don't know much about the person behind them. And, um, I didn't like, there's just, there's more, like, I love cooking, but it's not everything about me. Like there's much more to me. And I want to share that with other people. I can't, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like in order for me to be genuine to myself, they also need to see that um, my kid has really bad hair when she wakes up in the morning. And I mean, I don't film the parts where she's screaming her head off because no one would watch (laughs) or maybe they would laugh. I don't know. We kind of laugh sometimes, but I'm always drawn to the accounts that um, feature more family aspects of it. And um, I feel as a believer, I also want to encourage other people and show them like, family life can look like this too. I may not show you all the bad moments because my kids may look back on this one day and I want to have their trust. And like, I don't want them to feel like, ah, mom's just showing them everything. I think you're honest about that though. Yeah. Um, but I, people have really like messaged me and said like, they really appreciated me sharing that or um, the comment on something simple. Like um, I shared a picture of Josh getting the Band of Brothers book yesterday or was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday was Monday. And for Father's Day, because we had just been watching, we just finished watching all 10 episodes of Band of Brothers. And now we're watching The Pacific. And so I got Josh that book and someone wrote me and I'm like, oh, I love that book. It's so good. I'm so glad you got that for him. And people have been messaging me from uh, the Philippines who, who've also like heard about the history who are older now. And they're just like telling me stuff. And so I was like sharing some of the information I had just discovered about my own family, which I should make a correction. I thought one of my grandfathers fought in the Korean war. I was so wrong. He actually fought. He was the first division Marine on Guadalcanal. And so that just like brought it all home. And so I I kind of feel like I should make a correction about that, but it it just, I I really love um, the community aspect about it and getting to know other people and sharing stories and um, what's going on with our families. I've met some really, really nice people and, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like when you bring some realism into it, it kind of takes some of the trolling out of it a little bit because I think it makes it more like you can't necessarily critique someone all the time who's also being real to you. I think, I mean, I think you can, but I haven't experienced that as much as maybe some other people have. I think that, that you've sought to strike a balance and I'm speaking as someone who has virtually no presence on social media whatsoever. I, I think you've, you've sought to strike a balance between being genuine, meaning like, Hey, everything isn't perfect. I tried this. It didn't work out. Um, you know, I'm having an off day today. I didn't get done the things I wanted to get done. Oh, look, my living room 
doesn't look the way it's pictured in this DIY post all the time, right? Um, and not airing your dirty laundry on social media, which I think are two very different things, right? For sure. It's not, I'm here and I'm going to complain about rah, 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 again. It's, it's, it's more about, hey, there are struggles that sometimes it's important to be genuine about it, because other people are struggling with those things too. And especially if you've encountered a struggle and been able to overcome it and to be able to share that, you know, it's that concept of being down in the hole with somebody and being able to show them a way out, right? There's a, that old story. Um, and I think that, you know, that the, those things can be helpful. Those things can be, you know, can be beneficial. Um, and I, I think you do a really good, you know, a really good job of, of that. I think that that's a, a it's a difficult balance, um, but you do it, you know, you do it really well. Um, you know, you do run into some funny things like, like our oldest daughter's friends will or she'll reach out to them and talk to them about something. Hey, guess what? I did this thing. Like, yeah, we know we saw it on Instagram already. <laughs> yeah. know, they all follow each other. And uh, so that, yeah, that's always a little bit hilarious, but, um, but I, I think, you know, thinking about the way you've kind of expanded it from just being, you know, food focused kind of to Chelsea's point, just a bunch of pretty food pictures versus actually having a little bit more of a, of a, uh, a character, a, you know, a, a, a reality there is, you know, one, I think, that's goes back to that thing we talked about however many minutes ago that was where you say, all right, Hey, I'm looking for lasagna recipes and there's 400 quadrillion recipes for lasagna online. How do I know which one I'm going to make? Well, you know, if you're, if you follow Chelsea, maybe you go and you say, well, I'm going to go see if Chelsea has a lasagna recipe because I know her and I know kind of how she thinks about things and whatever else. Right. And you go that. And so that, that's what gives you the reason as opposed to just, well, look, I could go find 45 lasagna recipes by world famous chefs that are probably absolutely fantastic but i understand you know kind of the the perspective that chelsea's coming from when she's you know looking at something like this and if she's done a recipe and she recommends it then that, maybe that's something i want to use for my family i only have four lasagna recipes on the by the way <laughs> four lasagna i and you know i i think I think, you know, for me, thinking about like the DIY aspect, right, we've been posting a little bit more DIY content on, on, um, on the blog, which, which has kind of dovetailed nicely with, with, you know, kind of the DIY revolution that took place after Fixer Upper became super popular. And then even more so now in the course of the pandemic, when everybody is DIYing everything all the time, right? Um, so that was convenient and, and drove some, you know, some traffic to the, to the blog. We've been very straightforward about, hey, I'm, I'm an amateur. I don't have any idea what I'm doing. This is me figuring it out. But again, it's like, just like with the photography or anything else, you just learn so much. You know, you get out and you do something and you photograph it and you talk about it. You learn a ton. People comment and they've got great ideas or somebody comments who actually knows what they're doing and you figure out that you did something wrong and then you can go back and fix it. Um, you know, these types of things. And, and you just, you know, you, you benefit in all aspects, right? The blog benefits, it gets a little more traffic. Some of these people then cross over and, you know, read recipe posts and get into what Chelsea's doing or follow her on Instagram or whatever. Um, and you just like, you learn and you, you figure stuff out and, and, uh, and especially, of course, with DIY stuff, you 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 end up with something that you can actually use at the end of the day, which is or not if it doesn't go well. But yeah, you know. yeah, no, that totally makes sense. That's awesome. I love that. It's I, I've definitely appreciated uh, the the variety, so to speak, um, and the the personal insights. I always, whenever I see that it's not just a uh, a recipe picture. Um, I I always save it so that I can go and, and listen um, later. Um, but uh, but the other piece of that uh, for me is that it I I guess I the way I appreciate your approach is that it's also not inundative 
in that some people in sharing their personal lives share 10,000, you know, <laughs> stories. Um, and to me, it's overwhelming. It's like, I follow, I, I, I trim my, you know, Instagram followage, uh, constantly, um, because it's like, I only have so much time and I don't know how you're friends with a thousand people, but you know, congrats. Mm -hmm. It just means you're scrolling and liking, congrats. uh, like a, you know, a lemming. And to me, it's like, that's not, that's not quality. You're not adding to anybody's life. Um, and so I appreciate both the variety and substance, but then also the, uh, the curation of the, the breadth. And <laughs> so. So when we notice that you're not following us anymore, we'll know that we've, we've got a rye in that particular area. You'll be like, where did I go wrong? <laughs> yeah, I'll be your personal uh, Instagram uh, advisor. There you go. <laughs> as, as, you know, as a, as a single young male who, you know, makes a shake for breakfast, you know, eggs and ground hey. beef for lunch and I like possibly it. might do the same thing for dinner. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. And I told, I told our kids this, everybody's got to eat. I don't care what, I don't care what your scenario is, right? Yes. It will change when you have kids and, and when you get married and whatever, like all these things, it will, your, your eating habits will change. No question, but everybody's got to eat. And sometimes, you know, one day you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get into the kitchen and you're going to just look at the eggs and ground beef and be like, I can't eat this tonight. I got to go for something, something more interesting. And, uh, and then you're going to need, uh, you're going to need that resource. Right. So I think that that ability to be able to, this is kind of goes down that same path of what we were talking about earlier. Like what are things you can pursue that have fringe benefits to them? You know, our daughters at various points in time have talked about going to culinary school. Right. And um, something like that. And, and I've always said, Hey, I think that's great. If you don't become a chef, whatever, I, go for it. If you go to culinary school and you're super passionate about this and you love it, go become a chef. Good for you. But if you, um, but if you don't, you'll know how to cook really well. And guess what? You're going to eat every day for the rest of your life. So that will work out great. And um, and I think that you know you gotta you gotta sometimes evaluate things that way. Just go. Well, the eggs and meat mix. Um... <laughs> Just gonna really give the poor guy a <laughs> No, one thing Josh and I have always said that the kids should always keep in their fridge is eggs. Oh, 100%. because if you, you can got throw eggs, anything you in can, them. You oh, can have yeah. any meal you want, basically. Those are the Saturday mornings when we wake up and we're like, let's make something for breakfast. And we open the fridge, we don't have any eggs. We're like, we can't make anything for breakfast. Like, oh man, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's gotta exactly. have eggs. Exactly. So they go with everything. I've 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 even like had leftover Chinese and I fried up some eggs, mixed it in there. Done and done. <laughs> Magic. Magic food. It is. All right. Cool. Well, what, obviously, cats in the kitchen, um, but what is the best way uh, for people to kind of search you out and find you? I know, you you know, we've talked about Instagram and Pinterest and things like that, but are there any other mediums? What are the specific mediums that people should prioritize? I think I... I, I respond way better on Instagram than I do Facebook. I spend more of my time on Instagram. Um, and so um, you can find me there. What's my name? <laughs> You're Chelsea underscore cats. <laughs> underscore. <in the> kitchen. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then I think it's just cats in the kitchen for Facebook too. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Cause uh, Pinterest is kitchen cats, I think. Yeah. And we, we, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's, actually there's a surprising number of views on some of the videos i don't know why we're very very bad at making video content we'd love to get better at that video was something that we were actually going to really it's work toward to do list this, this year this yeah. year and it had to take back seat for a little while so we hope to get back into that um i, I that love that idea I interest in learning 
YouTube is one of the things that I, YouTube content creation is one of the things I try and follow aggressively. Um, yeah. So I love that idea. That's awesome. It's, it, it's a, it's a cool medium and there's so, so many awesome things you can do, but it, it, it requires a whole, an, an additional lever level, level, not lever of, of <laughs> commitment, um, and time really. Right. So you, know, you think about as you go, okay, what are we, what are we going to commit and where do we find those hours in the day? And then is it worth it? You're making those types of decisions. You know, Chelsea doesn't think of it as a business, but at the end of the day, those are business decisions. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, I think it's worth it. We just got to I think it's more it. fun for me if I don't think of it as a business. Probably true. But yeah, Instagram I'm sure is the best way to, to connect with Charles, no question. And if you want to reach out to him, you could try Instagram. You could try. I, I'm terrible. You, you'll send me a message on Instagram and I'll see it like three years from now. Uh, but it'll be interesting. It'll be like a time capsule. I was going to say, just make sure that you're keeping that in mind when you send it and <laughs> see what happens. Cool. Uh, awesome. But the best way well, to get a hold of him is also just through me. Yeah, yeah that's right. Reach out to Charles and you know, that'll work out. There you go. Awesome. Well, cool. Thank you so much. Uh, this is fun. I enjoyed it. I would, I, it made me happy. So I'm glad, it, I'm glad it worked out. Thank you. Well, thanks for having us.